forever. Dog. Dating and love, seek treatment. If you're boring as fun, seek treatment. If you're unlucky in love, seek treatment. If you just can't take a hit, well, seek treatment. With Kat and Pat. Hey! It's Kat and Pat. And this is Seek, seek Treatment, treatment a, a podcast about boys, sex, sex fucking, dating, and love. We're back in the studio with my angel, Marla Kerbin. Marla, yeah, how are you feeling? Angel. I, I'm feeling pretty groovy now. Are you having good. the time of your life with us? I'm having so much fun. I love to, um, you make me laugh and I like it. So that's all. Um, Marla, I wanted to ask you, you and Pat are both a little bit psychic. Have you had any premonitions lately? Uh, not lately. How, how about you, you Pat? Not lately. You know, I felt more psychic when I was like, when I was like 11 to 14, I felt extremely psychic. <laughs> and lately, I've been finding myself to be not very psychic, which is so tragic. Um, but I used to get these feelings like I would know when something was about to happen, and then it would happen. But um, and then I still think I often can tell what someone's thinking. But that might just be more off like social cues and stuff. I think I'm like um, a very nervous person, hyper aware person. So sometimes it's that, but but often I used to like know exactly how something was going to happen before it happened, and now now I'm never quite sure anymore. How do, how how does yours well, manifest? Well, I had all little things happening during my life and stuff like that, where I would, you know, one of the one of the biggest was like years ago. I remember I went to um, after after the, the the boyfriend left me, the shoe guy. Uh, then I went. Uh, I was in L.A. and then I went because he left me on a corner. Okay, in Manhattan. Oh my God! Talk about it at dinner, and then he never came back. Wait, this is shoe guy. Yeah, in New York. Anyways, but now I'm talking to him, and he came to my birthday party, and it's really weird how things. Uh, uh, happened but that was a long long time ago and then I went I went my son was living in um, Italy he was living in Florence and and I went to visit him and uh, and I knew that the shoe guy was in Florence living with his wife was who who was a friend of mine at the that uh, before that it was a uh -huh. long story anyways I spent a week with Michael and Florence and I knew he, the, and I kept on feeling as I was approaching going back home, I had the anxiety of like, I'm going to run into him. I'm going to see him. I know I'm going to see him. And when my Michael is putting my suitcases in his little car to drive me to the airport, I was like hyperventilating. I were, I'm in the middle of a, a piazza or whatever. And I'm, I'm like, breathing and I'm going like I'm you know Michael says what's the matter with you and I said I just I just can't believe that I didn't see 
I didn't see the shoe guy, you know, I didn't <sighs> see him, I didn't run into him. Michael says, I've been here a year, mom, in Florence. It's big. What do you mean? And then I look up and there he is. Oh my God. Oh my God. A bicycle with his little baby daughter. Oh and my God. Looked, when I looked at him, he looked like he was there. And he didn't know why he was there. You know, he had this puzzled look on his face like, I don't know why I'm riding here right now. And I looked up and I went, I pointed at him and I said, I got you. Oh like, my God. I, <laughs> That's <laughs> terrifying. Oh my God. I drew him to me. Oh my gosh! Well, that's actually that's so romantic to see and to see a past lover in Italy by chance with her with her holding a baby with her baby, and he left me on a corner. And he was Um, like, but it was like, yes, it is. It was. It was like I, if the baby wasn't in the basket, the bike basket, I think it might have been a little more romantic. But yeah. (laughs) So then, do you think people should be friends with exes? Uh, yes. You do think so? Yeah, I do. It's I so do. hard sometimes, though. Oh, maybe it's hard now. But With it's social media, I think it's hard. I think, yeah, maybe. But I. What think, do you think of all... You've, you've met many of my lovers. What do you think of everything I've, I've been up to? Well, I, I love who you're with now. Me too. I love him. <laughs> I love him. He's so I love great. Love her. I love this lover. <laughs> I love him for you. I do. Oh, good. You both are, you know, I just think it's great. And I feel like it's really real. And I feel like, like, I don't know. I feel like he's the one. Oh, shit, girl. <laughs> I do. I, I got drunk at Billy Joel and told him I wanted to marry him. Wait, I, I didn't know you guys went to Billy Joel. I took him to Billy Joel for his um holiday gift. Oh wow! I knew you told him you wanted. To, I knew you told him that, but I thought I didn't know it was at Billy Joel. You let that part famously out. at Billy Joel. You let that part out of the story until Marla <laughs> came in and you felt the need to tell the truth finally and confess that you was at <laughs> Billy Joel. Well, I'm glad Marla approves because I love him very much. Oh yes. Yes, he's so he's so right for you. Oh, and what I advice? Would, I would on. tell you if he wasn't too, but I wouldn't uh, tell you on the air. I would tell you. Remember when I was dating? Um, remember when I was dating the toxic guitar teacher, and you were like, "I don't get a good vibe from him." Me too. No, that was insane. Me too. I said the same thing. <laughs> I didn't get a good um, read from him, even without meeting him. And then he did what he did. Yes. I know. No. You but Catherine, I think you you know, you know that. I think yeah. you knew that. You know, sometimes I dated I remember dating people and thinking, well, this is a disaster, but this is a great story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I had like I had a lot of blind dates, you know, one guy I remember dating and you know and and uh and, you know, halfway through the date, he told me, you know, that, you know, he, uh, I don't know, he didn't have, uh, you know, I don't know, he didn't have a part of his body. I don't want to go into anything. But anyways. Oh, my God. <laughs> Girl, you, know, you went into it. But anyways, the whole <laughs> thing is you just, <laughs> you, 
you know, at the moment of things, sometimes I think, well, this is like a ridiculous thing that happened, but it's, um, but it makes a good story. Like my, my best, you want to hear my best story? Yes, absolutely. I went to uh, a friend of mine. Oh God, it was like, uh, when was it? A little after 9-11, a couple a month or two after, I think. 2002 something I went to a wedding in Block Island my friend was getting married all she said to me was um, uh, you know I'm getting married in Block Island this is where I'm gonna be this is the name and this is the number and the address or whatever of the person you're gonna stay with in Block Island you're just gonna go there find your way there go there and and uh, I'll see you at my wedding. So that the night before I went, and uh, and I went to the house, and the 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 ta- I had a taxi take me to the house. I remembered that. I remember the door was open, so I thought, well, okay. And so it's maybe an I don't know. And this is go- cool. It's an empty house, somebody's house. I climbed up the stairs. It was just one bedroom bed. And I got into bed. I was tired and I put my clothes first. I put the clothes away. I put my toiletries away and I got into bed and turned the ceiling fan on a little bit. Oh, it was delicious and delightful. <laughs> and I was falling asleep and then I heard the door open and somebody climbed the stairs and they stood there. And this woman said to me, who are you? And I said, I'm Marla. (laughs) They said, what are you doing in my home? So I went to the wrong house. Oh my God. God. I went to the wrong friggin' house and (laughs) I was in someone's bed. Oh my God. And and all my toiletries up because I like to get everything unpacked and feel comfortable. (laughs) So did you have to like pack up your toothbrush? (laughs) Oh, I packed everything. As I was mortified saying, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Oh my God. I'm packing up the stuff and she wasn't happy. Oh, she wasn't. Oh my God! Be nice about it. Oh, how could she be nice about it? Some (laughs) somebody had her toiletries in her home. I know. I packed everything up. I'm I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And um, but as I was doing that, part of me was mortified, and the other part said, "Wow, what a great story!" Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That is so funny. I have but to think that more often. You have to. And that's how I kind of felt about that guitar guy. Yeah. I felt like there's a lot of things that you can embellish about him that could be really interesting. I worry I think, well, he literally He literally wore a ring that said feminist. Oh, uh, Catherine, you <laughs> left that out. Because <laughs> I was embarrassed. You left that out like Billy Joel. <laughs> um, I'm worried lately because my life seems to be so boring in a way that I is... Told you that healthier but um but i feel like i just have no more stories left like i feel like i'm i'm um they say boring people get bored like i feel like i've been boring lately you know what i mean i need um i need to get out more i think not now you heard it here first marla's biggest advice is to get out more (laughs) I'm just kidding. Oh my God. 
Um, do, you have a, do you have a boyfriend? I do. And you know what? It's nice, Marla, is that so he, I typically live in Greenpoint and he lives in um, Bushwick. And we both, I have three roommates and he has one roommate and his roommate actually um, went to Connecticut for coronavirus whatever that means to you. Okay. And, um, and so, so we have the hope and he's there. Like we have no idea when he's coming back, but you know, we have the place indefinitely. So it's nice because it is this kind of long, like you, we, we even usually hang out at his place because there's like separate entrance and you kind of feel like it's your own place unless you have to go into the kitchen or the bathroom. Right. But now it's like, we really have this whole extra space that we don't usually have. So it's this very kind of, We've been dating for like a year, almost a year and a half, and it's this kind of soft launch of like living together, but you know, in some sort of a um, temporary capacity. But also, like, we have all this space we didn't use the house, so I can put my stuff like in his roommate's rooms because I'm more messy than him, so I don't have to like mess mm-hmm. up his space and that kind of stuff. Um, so yes, but also it's like yeah, I definitely stay in more before COVID even, before COVID even. Don't you think that this will, this vi- this COVID virus will make or break relationships? Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Right? Make you stronger? Yeah. Or, or just you want to run for the hills when it's over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, because, because Pat, weren't you guys, aren't you guys planning to move in together soon? So how's it going? Yeah, good. 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 Yeah. Good. Um, yeah, it's going very well, I think. He just went into the bathroom. Um, Marla, what advice would you give our listeners who are looking for love, you know, if it weren't Corona? What do you think makes a good partner, and how do you know if it's for real? Um, do I really know that? You know, I don't know. You know, you know what I think you might know? Like, a lot of people ask, sometimes people ask me when I'm doing this advice column, they ask, like, how do you meet people as a single woman going places by yourself? Do you have any advice for that? Um, I always met people going by myself. That's How would you start met, strike up a conversation? I always like I strike up a conversation. I met I meet so many people. I used to meet so many people sitting on a bar stool because I could work the room, and I what enjoyed, would you say? And I would just start talking. I would just start talking to them. That's cool. A lot of people that way. But you, what I'm going to say? How to meet people? I, I'm not. I mean, and find love and all that. I, I wanted to add, you know, I wanted to be partnered up for a long time after my divorce and stuff. I never really was in a major relationship after the shoe guy, really. Mm-hmm. But I played the field a lot and I got like, but when I got fifty, when I became fifty, I'm seventy-one now, and when I was fifty or fifty-two, fifty-three, I stopped trying, and I so um, enjoy my own company. Yeah, me too. I really, yeah. I mean, I really love, I really love myself. Yes, I don't need really, really, truly. I and I wanted as a Libra, of course, I want to be paired up with somebody. I'm Libras are always supposedly better in partnership, but I'm really, I mean, now last number of a decade or more, I've been really happy, um, uh, feeling feeling fulfillment just being um, with me. 
Yeah, I think that's so important. Even and, a if good, and a good vibrator. <laughs> that's so yeah, important and too. You, you also have, like, you have so many friends, more friends than most people I know. You have so many friends. Well, because I, because I, because I'm not in a relationship with someone who's going to like possibly dictate who I should be friendly with or not. Right. Wait, now you don't have to answer this if you don't want, but is Shoe Guy single today? No. Huh. But, uh, but, uh, but I've seen him. Yeah, I know. You said he was at your birthday brunch, right? Yeah. And then I've seen him again. I talked to him a lot and, and uh, I'm very happy. Uh, right now, I'm very happy in my own place. I made all the right decisions in my life. No regrets. That's, that's great. I have no regrets in that department at all. I, very I, happy. I've never left the United States of America. Where should I go first? Well, you're not going anywhere right now. I know. After, <laughs> after COVID. <laughs> I'm desperate to take already. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, dying to get out of his apartment all of a sudden. <laughs> no, I just mean when it's over. Um, go to Italy. Yeah, that's what I think. I mean, I had such a bad time there. Well, you just weren't into all those museums and stuff there. And you don't have to be. What kind of food do you like? I'm a foodie. Yeah. So I, I like pasta and I love me it. Me too. Mm-hmm. So then you go to the place where you're going to have great, the yeah. best food. That's definitely the food I want the most. Um, I don't know if I would like art museums, though, because sometimes with the painting, I'm like, I don't get it. But um, I like... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I like um, other sorts of things that aren't paintings. But is Italy very painting-y and sculpture? Nowhere else. I went a lot because my daughter had lived there for a long time with her husband and kids. Uh, Berlin. Mm. Oh, well, Berlin's psycho, right? Isn't that like so like, um, isn't it so kind of like party? Gay club. Gay club. Yeah, I- yeah, I think Berlin has, but Berlin has a lot of interesting uh, things going on there. Um, yeah, that's what Spain. Spain should, would be fun. Let's just wait for all this to. Yeah, after this no, is over. No, go now, go now. <laughs> carpe diem, I'm carpe sure, diem. I'm sure there are good prices on airfare. Oh, I'm, I'm I know, sure right? there are. Yeah, God. Um. Hmm. What else? Marla, we have a few segments on the pod, a few questions we ask everyone on the pod. The first one, we've kind of gotten into it, but just really quickly, basically our question is, who were you, who are you, and who do you want to be? Who, who was I? I was a, I was um, a fun gal. Okay. I was someone who was very protected by her parents. They took care of me and they made all my decisions for me. Mm. And, and I never, and, uh, uh, then I grew up to be, um, after that. And my parents, as the years went on, I became, I feel like I became, I got, I became myself in my forties. I became my true self in my forties, mm. strength and everything, and that's when mid forties is my best time. And who do I? What do I want to be later? No, who are you now? Someone who's just um, um, trying to enjoy and take every day 
um, I'm taking a moment to moment day to day and mm -hmm. enjoying that and not getting anxious about anything going on in the future. I want to live I'm in proud. the moment right now. It's so hard. Yeah, it is. But, uh, you know, sometimes you have to do it. And also the reason why we're not as psychic now, Pat, as we mm -hmm. were then is because we want to block off <laughs> right now with what's going on. We want to block off a lot of those uh, yeah. emotions that we don't want to think about. Totally. We've got to like play a game with ourselves. <sighs> completely uh, there's so many great things to watch on Netflix. There's it, a lot of really <laughs> What's your fave? I just finished Unorthodox. Oh, what my it, brother told me it's amazing. Wait, which one is that? My daughter's friend, uh, Anna Winger from Berlin. Um, I know Anna. She is the executive producer. It's about an, a gal from a Hasidic Jewish community in Williamsburg who leaves her husband. Um, Wow. And moves to Berlin. Oh my gosh. Oh, there we go. And it's amazing. It's oh, I will watch that. I'll well watch that done. too. I'm thinking about watching Ozark. I heard that was great. It's on a yeah. lot of seasons, so it could take up a lot of your time. I know, which is a good thing, maybe. I um I've been watching all old seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race, which I had never watched before. How is that? It's actually, you know, you have to really push through in the beginning until you like get it, which I didn't do for years. Okay. Um, and also, you know what I literally, me and my therapist talked about RuPaul's Drag Race. So I was talking about how, you know, I was always the one of my friends who didn't watch it. And, um, and then after a certain amount of time, it feels like, well, now every single gay person talks about this except for me. So like out of spite, I don't want to watch it. And it, <laughs> and it feels like how when you're growing up and like your dad and your brothers are talking about sports and you like you just can't seem to like it and you can't seem to contribute to the conversation like <laughs> literally it was that with drag race with every gay person i ever met and then and my therapist thinks like it's because you know i didn't come out till i was 25 and so there were certain parts of the culture i just like could not access at a certain time and then like then once i was able to be comfortable around them like um I felt like it was too late. I didn't want to engage with like drag race because I felt too late. And, mm. but then like I watched, I've just forced myself to watch it this break. And um, after the first couple episodes, once you kind of like get the deal with it, it is like very, very fun. So now I'm like obsessed with it, which is so crazy because I was always outspoken about not liking it. Wow. Well, after, you know, after I got divorced in Easton, Connecticut, I used to have parties. I had a lot of, I had tons of gay friends. I was basically like, what was I, uh, what do they call uh, A uh, fag hag? I was a fag hag. Uh, <laughs> you can say that here. You can say a that here. I was a fag hag in Easton, Connecticut. And uh, so <laughs> I uh, had like, I would have these parties by my pool and Oh my God! And they and a lot of a lot of my friends came in and they they raided my closet. A lot of leopard clothes and leopard things. <laughs> and they would dress up in my clothes, and I was like, I was like, um, I was a little ahead of my time, I guess. Oh my God, that sounds like you know, heaven. Were there a lot of Were there a lot of gays in East Connecticut? And then no, of course not. But <laughs> all of them, but the ones that were were at my house. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> of course not, but they flocked to me. <laughs> Honey, I know. <laughs> one story. You want to hear one more story? Um, yes, please. Absolutely. 
So there was one guy that the mother was an Italian, uh, uh, Italian woman who want, knew her son was gay, but thought, let's just, he needs to, let's just give it a shot. So, mm-hmm. um, he, <laughs> so he, totally. <laughs> he made him, uh, he came, well, I had sex with him. <gasps> he wanted me to. You were the shot that she was like, let's give it. <laughs> yes, yes, I was the shot. She was like, so let's call him to Marla. You know, he brought me flowers. We He gave it his best try. Oh, my God. And then I sent him back home, and the mother was appreciative that at least. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is so yeah. funny. So I've done a lot of good. You've done a lot for the LGBTQ community. <laughs> that in is so funny. You've <laughs> done that. That's civic service. That's what I did. You're the consumer. <laughs> you're the um. You're the litmus test. Well, I tried my best. Um, that's so funny. I tried my best. He was very. Oh sweet. my god. How do you know when um? So you said that like looking back, you think you've been in love twice because you remember them. Like right. now, now looking back, when you think about those relationships, like how are they different than the other ones? Um. I don't, I, well, there's, you know, there was a thread between both of them that were very similar, very mm-hmm. similar people, you know. What were you drawn to? What kind of people? Oh, always. I was always the one that I took care of everybody, you know. Mm. Oh, I, I love that. Think that. That was going to be the case because, you know, I was not that person when I, when I married my husband, he thought he was going to take care of me. Uh, but then I turned into more of a, I have more of a male energy, mm. you know, so. I want someone to take care of me. Me too. Yeah. But I know that it'll probably be the other way around. I don't, yeah, I don't, I <laughs> do, but that never really happened. But I have a, so many male friends I mean, my my birthday in my 40s, I took 12 men out to dinner in L.A. And I straight. Yes, they were straight. Oh, my gosh. Hot. Right. They were voiceover, big voiceover people. Oh, my God. A room in a restaurant. And I put on like sexy garter belt and stockings and gave them like. (laughs) uh, Oh, my God. I gave them all photo opportunities. (laughs) (laughs) The biggest names in voiceover all together were, at the table. And they roasted me. So oh, that is God. so funny. Because they were the wittiest and funniest people. One was funnier and more clever than the other. Oh, that's so fun. And then I had I a cake that. and the cake said happy birthday. I had a cake that said happy birthday, the girl of my dreams. So <laughs> I, created, I created the entire environment. And then I left to go to the bathroom. And I said, I'll be right back, guys. And I went to the back, and I came back. And when I came back, they had decided to take off their shirts. So when I got to the big table, it looked like they were all naked. It was so funny. Oh, my gosh. And they were big and old and skinny and heavy. And they were like the best voiceover people in the business. They were amazing. Oh, my gosh. That's sweet. That's so fun. Um, and wait, so who do you want to be? What's your dream now? I just want to be alive. That's right, <laughs> Queen. That's it. 
I don't want, I don't want to be, how at 71 do I want to be anybody other than myself? You never know. <laughs> I wanted to be somebody other than myself today, I'd be in big trouble. Because <laughs> there should come a time in your life that you're pretty well, you pretty well know who you are. Right, you're actualized. And you're sort of like so authentically you and it's such a freeing. Oh my God, that sounds like heaven. Be. Do you, Marla, what advice would you give to listeners who are listening to the pod and thinking, I don't know who people I am. I don't know what I'm doing. People are listening to this? <gasps> Not right now, they will. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, wh what advice, I'm sorry, what did you say? <laughs> I was saying, what advice would you give to those listening who feel like they don't know who they are, they don't know what they want to do with their lives? Um, did I cut out? No. No, I'm thinking. Oh, okay. Um, well, I'm going to say, I want them to sit down and think of what they're, you know, think about what they're good at. Yeah. What are their, uh, what are their aptitudes? You know, what do you, don't try to do crazy stuff that you know you're not going to do. Yeah. Just try different things, but try them in the, and just, I don't know. Well, you said know. to go with your gut. And like, to me, what stuck yes. out was like when you just like, I went to LA just cause, and now looking back, it's like, of course I went to LA. Like that's, that's where the next part of my life was. You know what I mean? And there's don't no plan it out. Right. Don't plan anything, but try everything. How's that? Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good, girl. Don't plan any, try everything. I have done everything. I, I sell furniture. I mean, there were 20 other jobs I've had in the middle of all those jobs I've had. I never stopped. And today, if I didn't have voiceover and if I wanted to work, I'd walk over to Bigelow Pharmacy and say, hey, do you need any help? And I'd be, uh -huh. oh, I sell pantyhose at Saks Fifth Avenue. That's another thing I did. Oh, my God. But I would Just stand pantyhose. behind the counter and I'd sell makeup and then maybe somebody would come in and say, oh, I work for this company and I'd end up being uh, Mary Kay or something. Oh my gosh. I'm just saying that, you know, just, just do something. Yeah. Commit to it. Um, yeah, totally. And oh. nothing, nothing, everything takes time. Mm. And do you, should we do, um, Catherine, our, our kind of final segments? Yes, our final segments. Okay. Okay, so our first, Marla, we have a segment called Do You Feel Hot Today? Where, you know, sometimes you wake up in the morning and you feel like, Jesus Christ, this is not going to work. Um, <laughs> sometimes you wake up and think to yourself, okay, I'm actually for ra I'm randomly gorgeous today. And so, um, <laughs> take everyone's pulse on where they're at. I, today, I felt hot yesterday. Today, I don't feel hot. It's in my, um, when we, Catherine, when we were just video chatting, that was, mm -hmm. my hair was in a good place, but now my hair has kind of settled into a bad place. I don't believe it. Uh, you, hun, you'd have to see it to believe it, but it's No, true. baby, baby. Well, I don't feel it. Today, I don't feel it. What about you? So, mm -hmm. so yeah, you, Catherine, you feel hot today? I um, I actually do feel hot today because I like being in nature. I like being in the woods. And even though my vagina hurts, I know it'll heal itself. That's beautiful. God, God bless, yes. <laughs> um, I, um, for me, um, um, I don't feel hot today 
because I have the window open. <laughs> literal. <laughs> like, a literal yeah. queen. <laughs> yeah, because basically that there's no hot thing going on here. I mean, I feel hot, you know, that's the, well, I, I have hot flashes. That's the other fun <laughs> story. Too. Oh my gosh. Wait, what's that? Well, I went to, with Jane Lynch, I went to the theater and she was doing some sort of a, um, um, she had to go and do press and stuff and we got tickets and she had me hold the tickets and this was in the village and it was hot. It was a summer and she said, here, hold the tickets. Here's my bag. Hold my bag. I have to take photos. Oh my and God, Jane. Tickets. And, um, <laughs> and then when she came back and I was sweating, I was sweating, I was sweating. And she came back <laughs> and she said, so let's go into the theater. And I couldn't find the tickets. Where are the tickets? They were stuck under my armpit. <laughs> oh my God. I had picked up under my armpit. <laughs> There. And she lifted up my arm slowly and she went, oh my God. So, oh my God. It's always at the last place you look if the last place you look <laughs> is under Marla's armpits. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was my, that was my feeling really hot moment. Oh my gosh. That's insane. That's amazing. Um, and, and then um. Our next segment is crush of the week. So, is there anyone? Is there anyone? Anything you're crushing yes. on? Yes. Oh good. Oh good. Yes. <laughs> Andrew Cuomo. Oh my god. Yes. Oh, he's too. my baby daddy. I know we're a part of the problem, <laughs> but yes, he's all of oh, our baby daddies. Oh yes. I mean, Chris, his brother is hot. Yeah. But Andrew is like. He makes me feel so safe. Oh, like a daddy. He's like yeah, a, he's a daddy. daddy. I'm so happy to be in. I mean, I'm proud to be in New York with him. Yeah, me too. I he really was um, proud to be New Yorkers. I didn't have a solid opinion of him before this. And the way he's handled it um, has made me like him so much. Oh, he well, compared to the other thing. He is yeah, yeah, the other thing, as we'll call it. Thing. <laughs> he is he is so comforting. And even if he's and he tells you straight what's going on. So, so it, it does feel like he's giving you at least all the information that he has as he understands totally. it. Like you yes. feel like you know what he knows. Yes. And that's not the case with the other thing. The other thing is pulling shit out of his ass. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Okay, That's a I'm, great crush. Yeah, I'm going to write on Marla's coattails and say that Andrew, and you know, a lot of the basic gays would say Chris Cuomo, but I'm going to stick with Marla and say Andrew Cuomo. He's the one who, if I talked to, my heart would flutter a little bit. You know what I mean? Something about yeah. his energy. But I'll oh, tell you, absolutely. years ago during a hurricane, you saw Chris Cuomo, Chris on TV with these, those high water, whatever on. with a yeah. Oh, he was hot. Well, there's some That's picture of him online shirtless on a boat holding a fish, and it's insane. Yes. I mean, he looks like a <laughs> model. He doesn't, do it, he doesn't do it for me. Of course not, because you, you like not that. What, what do I like? You like, um, <laughs> you like artist heroin chic. But that's absolute, not your, but absolutely. But that's not your current. That's not your current. No, my current's death. <laughs> current is very much in the Cuomo realm. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's right, baby. That is true. Yes. He could be a third Cuomo. He could. He could. Cuomo. Congratulations. Exactly. He could be a Cuomo. <laughs> he definitely could be a Cuomo. 
okay. about our final segment. Okay. Um, this is, you know, tensions run high on the pod and we just like to keep, you know, check in with everyone by the end of the episode. So I just want to ask Pat, are you mad at me? Catherine, I could not be mad at you. I'm so glad that you um, invited me to Marla's home that one time. And I'm so glad that you brought <laughs> her into my life through this podcast today. Um, I loved our Just Us before this and I couldn't be less mad. Hi, likewise. Marla, are you mad at me? I could never be mad at you. Oh, I love you so much. I'm like your, I'm your bubby from around the corner. I'm Absolutely. Grandma. Grandmas aren't mad. I adore, I adore you. And Pat, I adore you too. Thank you so much, Marla. I'm so glad. Pat, you, I mean, Marla, you know what I brought to the Berkshires? I brought those sunglasses you gave me. Oh, I love those. They're my favorite. Um, uh, well, is there anything else you want to share on the pod before we sign off, Marla? No, I, I think this was, I was a little nervous about all this. Because oh, you I, did wonderfully. I did You're perfect. I, I knew you would be. Thinking like, what am I going to talk about? I have nothing to say. And I just uh, shut up. You have I, everything I, to say. No, I, I only wish we had another episode to do. Um, thank you so much. We you. love you so I much. I love you so. We'll talk uh, soon. Hey, Marla. Oh, bye, baby. Mwah. Thank you guys for listening forever, dog. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.